It's so exciting. Soggy Cereal makes its debut on the air. They like take a look at a cereal box and then they go and they do stuff. It and sounds strange, but it's actually very funny. We're on D20 Radio! We're on D20 Radio! We're on D20 Radio! <laughs> yep. We really are. So thanks, thanks. That was GM Chris and GM Dave. Um, yeah. They run a nerd show for a nerd game called Star Wars <laughs> that we play. So yeah. Um, today, today we're going to talk about a different us, kind of Star we're, Wars. Yeah. But first, um, let me just scroll on over to the Bat Cave. Okay, <laughs> I have obtained. A cereal-esque product. Yes. Cereal-esque? Um, it's called... How? Well... Is it uh, a cereal? It's called a Milk N Cereal Bars. Yes, in bars. the form of bars. What? So this is a variety pack, which means that it contains both okay, bar okay. forms of Honey Nut Cheerios and Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, I love those. So, okay, yeah, okay. these are bars. And so they don't... Uh, obviously, there's no milk. Although I haven't tried, like, dipping them in milk or anything like that. That, that might make sense. But, um... Are they like those like those Rice Krispie treats that yes, are, like, stuck Yes, it's pretty together? much exactly like that. It's pretty much an e exactly, yeah, a Rice Krispie treat. It's a, Except the cereal is not Rice Krispies. It's Cheerios and Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Uh, but they're, like, stuck together with, like, corn syrup and, like, the... In, in place of milk or, like, the tasty part of it, mm -hmm. there's, like, this crusty white stuff in the middle that, like, feels... Did, like... Like sugar uh, molecules But, like, or yeah. But, like, milk somehow. And this... It has, like, two... Ugh. has, like, two pages worth of ingredients for each... For each one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Crisp rice, got, rice flour, like sugar, malt extract, salt, caramel color, sugar, whole grain wheat, textured soy flour, rice flour, maltodextrin, dextrose, canola, and or rice, rice bran oil, salt, honey, tricalcium phosphate, mono and <laughs> diglycerides, trisodium phosphate, calcium carbonate, zinc and iron, and so on. Hemlock. So, yeah, I had some of these. They're not that good. I'd rather eat the cereal. I'd rather like Why carry like because a like, like a texture? handful of the cereal and then just pour milk into it and then slather it over my face. That that wouldn't be unlike you. That would be positive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. In, in particular, the cinnamon toast crunch one tastes like taco seasoning. What? No, like like like. Not like. Like, like taco seasoning. What? Like you buy like you could. I didn't know it came in seasoning. Yeah, you, yeah. That's how you I flavor the meat. I thought that's how that's how you flavor the oh, meat and okay. or cinnamon toast crunch. Okay, when, okay, when okay. I got you. All right. Is it like 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 a spice? You just like you like like salt kind of. Yeah, kind of, or or like kind of like how like with ramen you have like flavor packets like like that, but like 
for meat instead of oh, noodles. Oh, I'm not too familiar with that. I don't get ramen, but... Okay, okay, so it's got like a taco spicy thing when it's yeah. like cinnamon. They should, they should, maybe I, they should change yeah. the label. Maybe. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. So that's, alright. So. Right. Um, so I believe we're here to discuss Paris Pater. That's, that's how I heard, that's, that's what I heard. I'm, do tell me more, because I'm a little, I'm a little, I like a little big um, on this guy. Is it, if he's I, even a guy, right? I think right? so. And then, in the, the he, yeah. he's a potter by trade. Oh, So, okay, clearly, okay. He, he, he works on masonry, like, just, he, 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 yeah, cer ceramic, uh, possibly porcelain, um, Okay. Wide okay. variety of materials. Um, but he, he seems to see. he seems to take it a step further. He goes into supernatural pottery. Like magic pottery. Uh, uh, of a sort. Um, and he, he lives okay. he lives in okay. a secret world, inhabited inhabited like by fire breathing dinosaurs, and 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 old people. <laughs> okay, I, 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 again, I'm not, and, and is that characteristics of being a mason? Yes, yes, you would and, think and then so, there, there are other, there are other creatures that that are called Mooglies, and Mooglies they have no, they have no <laughs> special aptitudes. They they are completely worthless, and okay, and see this okay. Potter guy, he's <laughs> he's continually foiling the schemes of of Voldemort. Voldemort. Okay. Yeah, I, he, I know. He must I, be. He, he must be French. And they, they, they don't. They don't. They don't like <laughs> speaking his name, probably because they don't. They're not sure of how to pronounce it. Uh, maybe, because it's a hard thing to say. I mean, it, it took us a while to get it, right? So, so yes, why. yes. Um, so I watched a trailer for, for it. What what seems like the the eighth incarnation of uh, of this of this of this Potter the person. Potters? Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. somebody, somebody caught it on film. Oh, it, like, oh, it, like, yeah, it, it looks like, yeah, it looks like an over-the-shoulder, like, one camera, like, documentary style. Okay, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so they're just get yeah, that, getting that was, down and dirty and, like, recording all the, it, it's basically, it's basically the show Dirty Jobs, except they're doing supernatural pottery. And micro does not make an appearance. <laughs> okay, but they're keeping right, it real right. down there. So right. this Voldemort guy, he's mm -hmm. probably mute because he doesn't know how to say very many things. He knows it well. Yeah, he might he might have something similar to spasmodic dysphonia because he can only he can only talk <laughs> when he's whispering. <laughs> or or doing a very specific yell. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's Scott Scott Adams, I, writer of Gilbert, he has it. Um oh. Yeah, it's where you can't you can't talk without without reciting poetry or singing or doing something like that. Your your brain and your neck just doesn't handle it. That's weird. Yes. Okay. 
I guess yeah, he has that yeah. Then. So right, a- anytime he gets into trouble, he 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 does his battle cry of <laughs> no. <laughs> no! 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 He sounds he sounds Poor he sounds almost mournful. Um cuz he's not the most a- attractive thing. Uh, uh yeah, a, a, a childhood accident rendered him without a nose. Seal, a nose. Sealed his nostrils <laughs> shut. Um He's misunderstood. And okay, yeah, so and, and it seems it seems in in these dark times, uh, he and Hari Pater have have learned to uh, to <laughs> rely on each other, and they've developed a sort of a sort of relationship, because at one oh. point in the trailer, Harry uh-huh. very he very tenderly grabs passionately. Yes, I Vol- heard. That's he what grabs I, that's him what by I the heard. shoulders. And then they stare longingly into each other's eyes, and then ha- and then Hari oh. he says <laughs> he says let's finish this the way we started it together, and then they leap off of a cliff, ensconced in each other's arms. Is that not the most beautiful thing you've ever heard? Quite beautiful. Oh, so do they even yell when they're going down? Yes, yes. He, in Voldemort, he, he acts as though he acts as though he's he's surprised. Obviously, Harry has swept him off his feet, uh, quite quite literally. <laughs> so he 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 does he does cry out. He goes no. Oh, because that's all he knows how to say. What he's really saying is, I love. Yeah, you or he, he's expressing emotion the only way he knows how. Uh, and I guess Harry's it's, already familiar it's wonder, with It's wonderful uh, that he's learned to that he's learned to love. That's that's and it's all it's all from Harry Potter. How do, how do, how is it how is it? Uh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. That's right. Okay. Oh, that's really really wonderful. And 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 so that and so I I don't know out, though because uh, I, they they seem to be having some issues because there's these other people that kind of monopolize his time so they're. So, so, whole Demore, he, he gets he gets jealous sometimes of these these uh, these other two brats that he hangs with. One of oh, them is a hurry. horrible buck-toothed monster that uses its intelligence to <laughs> manipulate Hurry. <laughs> it's a chick, I think. Yeah, and her name her name is Hermione. Okay. Okay. I, I know okay. I know this because oh, okay. because okay. I read the first volume. Uh, with with my first grade teacher, she read it to us, and she she always said that her name was cover Hermione. To cover, right? Yes, um, and then the other one is 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 someone after after my own my own likeness, uh, a, a weasel of some <laughs> sort, um, with with red hair. Aw, you're not a weasel. I I have red hair though. I I, I oh that's true that's yeah yeah yeah. I don't know. I can see why why. Voldemort it would be kind of, kind of you know, because I mean they are manipulated. Yeah, people, yeah, and and, and sure the weasel, the weasel, the weasel he, he's a poor person, and we know they can't be trusted. Is is he Mugle? No, 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 no. None none of them are Mugles. Um, Harry was raised as a Mugle by 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 pigs. Right. Okay. okay. Uh, he was forced to eat out of a trough for a long time. 
uh, until underneath the yeah uh, until a tall man um, a, 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 a with a tricycle um, right yes okay a, a tall man came and, and and rescued him by uh by what by braving the tough weather to deliver his mail uh, a very a very brave mm -hmm. mailman he's determined gotta get yes, that mail yes. Okay. It's, uh, so and he's, the okay. the, and the so mailman, his name is Hagrid because he's on the grid. He he's he's connected with everybody. <laughs> okay, he's got networking. He's all done right, some social right. networking. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and there he's not Mughal either. So the the only Mughals the are Mughals. Um, the pigs are Mughals. Uh, mm -hmm. even though they have pig powers, um, those are Mughals. Um. I think the implication is that the reader or watcher, as it may be, uh, we we are Mughals, which seems seems unfair okay. to me. I don't think so. I've got. I think we've got our own little magic, but you know, all right. If they want to. If they want to be. <laughs> oh my gosh! You're just. <laughs> oh, you're doing so well. <laughs> I heard a change in pitch there. That's great. <laughs> okay. Did we get all the characters down for, uh, this, for this documentary? I think so. There's a lot of other ones. There's like a dog, and then there's another dog, and they love each other, and then there's and then there's a shape shifting dog, and then. That's somehow related to to hurry. I think like a, a sister. Or yeah, something. and then and then his mom. It's like his mom. No, Please? his mom falls in love with one of the dog's friends. To both of the dogs, they they share a friend, and then she she <laughs> marries the friend, and then but her sister is one of the pigs. Okay. It's oh, a very complicated okay. story. I follow though. I, I I'm on the same page. Right, right. All right. Okay, so let, um, I'm gonna read the Wikipedia article. For Harry Harry Potter and, and see see how long it takes for me to get uh, angry to the point where he I will. where I can't really continue reading it. It's it's okay. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> all right. It's your choice of where I get to start. Um. Should I start at Wizarding World? Voldemort. No. Mm. Nah. That's just the plot. We don't care about the plot. I I just no, gave no, I just gave plot. you a plot outline. So. Yeah, we already explained uh, structure it. Structure and genre, themes, origins and publishing history, completion mm, completion of the completion of the good. series. Um, probably cultural impact because that's that's where I was going anyway. Okay, or then perhaps start with reception that. Okay. and controversy. Ooh, you will get you will get a mad at that. I, depending where it is. Okay, I'd start at that then. What you Re say? The cultural Wait, cultural impact or reception and controversy? This is a very important distinction, Maria. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry you don't I'm respect Hold on. the um, intellectual The controversy tradition. one. Okay. Yeah. Literary criticism. Early in its history, Harry Potter received positive reviews. On publication, the first volume, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, attracted attention from mm -hmm. the Scottish newspapers. 
such as The Scotsman, <laughs> which said it had all the makings of a classic, and the Glasgow Herald, which called it magic stuff. Soon the English newspapers joined in, with more than one comparing it to Roald Dahl's work. The Mail on Sunday rated it as the most imaginative debut since Roald Dahl. A view echoed by the Sunday Times. Comparisons to Dahl are, at this time, justified, while The Guardian called it a richly textured novel given liftoff by an inventive wit. Textured? Textured. You can okay. rub your fingers all over it. It feels like sandpaper. Ah! Uh, textured. That's By my the time of the that. release of the fifth volume, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, the books began to receive strong criticism from a number of literary scholars. Yale Hello professor, there. literary scholar, and critic Harold Bloom raised criticisms of the book's literary merits, saying... Rowling's mind is so governed by cliches and dead metaphors that she has no other style of writing. A.S. Oh, Byatt authored a New York Times op-ed article calling Rowling's universe a secondary world, made up of patchworked, derivative motifs from all sorts of children's literature, written for people whose imaginative lives are confined to TV cartoons and the exaggerated, more exciting, not threatening, mirror worlds of soaps, reality TV, and celebrity gossip. I didn't know that it took you to a mirror world. What? I, didn't it just say a second world, or like another mirror world, and now world. it's a mirror world? I, I guess so. I don't know. I, I think this guy is a little jealous. He's a little uh, jealous. And then there's more stuff about like religious people getting mad at Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons or Harry Potter? They're the same thing. Oh. Oh. They're getting mad at Star okay. Wars. They're sick of Star Wars. They hate it. The, you know, GM I'm sorry. GM Dave, they, GM know. Chris, come in yeah. here. We're going to have to smack these people. They, they hate because, Star Wars. We're, we'll smack them for them because that, that's unacceptable. Unacceptable. And obviously, they don't even have a reason. It's just because they don't know how to play or read or watch Star Wars. I just don't understand. I'm, I'm, I'm I think I'll go to Cultural much. Impact. Fans Do of the it. series were so eager for the latest installment, the bookstores around the world began holding events to coincide with the midnight release of the books, beginning with oh, the 2000 yeah. publication of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fear. <laughs> the events commonly featuring mock sorting, games, face painting, oh. and other live entertainment have achieved popularity with Potter fans and have been highly successful Yay. in attracting fans and selling books with nearly 9 million of the 10.8 million initial print copies of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince sold in the first 24 hours. Oh my the gosh! The final book in the series, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, became the fastest-selling uh -huh. book in history, moving 11 million units in the first 24 hours of release. The series You're also gathered adult fans, leading to the release of two editions of each Harry Potter book, identical in text, but with one edition's cover artwork aimed at children, and the other one aimed at adults, so they don't have to be embarrassed reading it on the plane and reading it on the train, 
and reading it on the subway and reading it in the freeway and reading it everywhere so they didn't have to be embarrassed because they're man children who like to read children's books but they don't want other people to know, to know. even though they'll recognize <laughs> the cover because they've read it too because everybody loves this book <laughs> no wait are you seriously really made different covers for adults yes that's I've ridiculous that's so dumb that's such a waste i mean no 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 i guess no artists, it's because no they need like serious ones because it's, it's serious literature it, it must be criticized as serious literature didn't you didn't that's you didn't you what, read oh, with didn't you read with all of those other people had to say about it oh i'm sorry i must have skipped it i'm, I'm sorry Okay. Besides, so besides meeting online through blogs, podcasts, and fan sites, Harry Potter super fans can also meet at the Harry Potter Symposia. The word Mughal has spread beyond its Harry Potter origins, becoming one of few pop culture words to land in the Oxford English Dictionary. The Harry Potter fandom has embraced, embraced podcasts as a regular, often weekly, insight to the latest discussion in the fandom. Okay, this is uh, this is the Saga Serial podcast. Uh, we we are a we are an exclusive Harry Potter podcast. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Snape, when when he said that I, I'm going to meet Bumbotron, um, mm -hmm. he he betrayed Bumbotron and 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 oh, that's right. And there were, there was a fall from a great height and and and, and just it, a death. And, and yes, yes, it, it was very. I, I'm going to speculate on 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 who it who it might have been who 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 could have achieved such a such an ordeal. Are you people serious? What is wrong with them? I yeah yeah like they they went like theorized like what? The yes yes. They're still theorizing. I remember when I first I I don't know. Well, it's not good to ruin books, but like someone did ruin it for me, and I was not happy. But like some people, uh, well, first of all, don't ruin books. It's just not cool. But in general, like. Yeah, people are making outlines of who's going to die Snape, and like Snape killed, oh. Snape killed Dumbledore. He also Just read the book. He also killed Read the book. Also, Wait for it. He also killed Dobby with the Bumbotron. And then Hermione, <laughs> Hermione danced the dance atop atop a table and of Dobby's And all the children, they they left their homes because because they died. And it it was all, all of them. it was very sad and then and then all the all the poor people clamored for for relief. And the elves, and the Bumbotron, and they. <laughs> <sighs> this is when he's mad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. So, they, so one of those, what they mentioned, like the nightly, like where where they would like sell them at midnight. The I, I went to those. Yeah. I went to those when I was a kid. I would go at like midnight and. Oh it man. It's a madhouse <laughs> in there when they go to like borders. It, it's a madhouse. Yeah, the line like goes through the whole, the whole building, and there there are like there yeah there's like screaming teenage girls, and like oh don't you don't you wish that don't you wish that he was in your class oh yes I do I wish he was in my class <laughs> <laughs> painting each other's faces like putting lightning bolts on everything, shaking holding each other. Screaming. Yeah. Oh my. I mean, I guess and, I knew like as a kid, I was just it. like, okay, I want, I want the book. Like, get out of my way. Because they yeah, would, they yeah, would form yeah. little clusters and they'd flip out. 
obnoxious. Like, like and, and how old were you when you were the, when this was done, when you went to the? Uh, it was the year two thousand, so I must have been six. Six. Aww. But no, and see, and I. Well, if they're all older, but yeah, honestly, like yeah, even at six, and you're a smart. Or seven. You're a smart seven. Person. Seven. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so whatever. Six or seven. Seven is a lucky number. I hear it is. I don't understand why. And your your favorite number is 13, which is an unlucky mm -hmm. number. And if you add 7 to 13, that makes 20. Do you know tomorrow's Friday the 13th? It's horrible. I can't believe uh, I can't believe you cursed us. Oh, so I cursed the entire podcast yes. now, didn't I? Yes. Uh, so what else did they did they have like face painting stuff where like they said Yeah, they okay. did. They, yeah, they yeah, paint all over their faces like putting like <laughs> hats on. Try Tribal. Getting up in costume. Did you dress up in a costume? No, I didn't. I just went there and I was like, okay, come on. I was just there with my dad and we were like wading through them. Like like it was a pool. I'm just walking in line. Oh, man. I want to get my book. 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 And then it was worth it at the end because it's the fourth one and that was pretty good. But, yeah. That's... that. I don't know, and it's kind of here, okay, like, you know, and it's actually dangerous, like, I mean, maybe not that that one, but, like, especially at the movies, I Why, haven't been you to think the there's going to be, like, tramplings, like, like it's, yeah. like, Black Friday? Yeah, it happens. I, I didn't, I've never been to the, to, like, the day of. That does kind of remind me of Black Friday, though, because I did get up, like, really early with my dad to go to a store where tons of people were. Yeah. Oh, that do. makes sense. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see anybody. I didn't. Uh, I didn't see like like I did on Black Friday. I didn't see any ladies like wearing like gigantic coats and then like coating themselves in grease and then torpedoing themselves into crowds so they could <laughs> start a fist fight so they could get whatever they wanted first. Yeah. Um. I didn't see that. Did you like and I, I don't know and I, I, like was it wasn't just one big line right like I'm sure they had other lines. No, right? it was a big line. Oh wow. That, well, like, why else would you open a bookstore at midnight? I suppose to sell to I, sell I, to sell Eldritch tomes, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you get the rituals I, to summon Ferg Linhotep. To summon who? Ferg Linhotep, remember? No. Oh yeah, we're in the variety section of D20 Radio, which means we're in with uh, something called Burnout Radio, which is, I guess, about cars, and then the HP Lovecraft Literary Podcast, which I love. Oh yeah, yeah. We cannot compete with them in the slightest, so we shouldn't even try. I, <laughs> and you said I curse the podcast. No, he's right. Uh I haven't heard either of them. Well, did I hear the Lovecraft with you? You know, you watched you watched the like awesome sitcom oh, that's thing right. they made. Oh, you're right. We can't compete. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we, ha we have not as of yet made our own YouTube pilot in a professional fashion. No, we we got Facebook. We got. We got I made I made a YouTube pilot where I'm dressed as the yellow mask kid, but that was made oh like gosh, four years so ago. Funny. That's so funny. That's up on I, that's up on the page if you want to see it, or you can like search for it on YouTube or whatever. Yeah, maybe we'll post it up again. So like again, again. yeah, it's again. no, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny. We're just coasting um, on this one video we have. With your book sock of a mask. 
The Harry Potter fandom is a large international and informal community drawn together by J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series. The fandom works through the use of many different forms of media, including websites, fan fiction, <laughs> fan art, and song vids. <laughs> Harry Potter fan fiction, stories based on the series but written and distributed by fans, is the most searched for subject of all fan fiction on the web, surpassing even those in the Star Trek fandom, or Trekdom. However, the fandom not only interacts online in internet forums, but also gathers its scholarly fan convention. Scholarly? Really? <laughs> right, seriously? I'm a Harry Potter scholar. Um, I, do you know they have a Harry Potter class? Like, I, and I know that you told well, me well, they see, got like a Lord of the Rings. I, I got an A right? because I wrote a paper. I wrote my thesis on how on how the goblins, they abducted Bumbotron, and they just... They did it, and that's a really and they made the theory. sword, and then he crafted the wand, and then he cast the spell, the the flutely doodly spell, <laughs> and they flew into the air, and then he drank the pumpkin uh -huh. juice of life, and it was just. Topher, you are such a Harry Potter <sighs> philosopher. Uh, I'm a scholar. Oh, I'm sorry, scholar. Of course, of course, my bad. Tours of iconic landmarks landmarks relevant to the books and production of the films, such as the Pig's House and the Castle, and parties <laughs> held for the midnight release of each book and film. By the fourth Harry Potter book, the legions of Harry Potter fans had grown so large that considerable security measures were taken to ensure that no book was purchased before the official release date. Studies on the fandom have shown that both children and adults are fans, despite Rowling's original marketing of the books towards children aged 9 to 12. 9 to 12. I'm a scholar, and I'm 9 to 12 years old. <laughs> and you write awesome fan fiction. It's oh my called, gosh, It's called Potteromania. Potteromania, okay. And it, they actually diagnosed a condition where people would get headaches from reading the book for so long. Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. That, a while ago, too, I don't remember. But yeah, like some people felt like kind of ill after reading it. Yeah. And I don't know if that's, like, self-induced, like, if it's because they're thinking about it too much, or maybe they just can't read... Uh, you can't read for books. that long, or, yeah. Like, books that... The, the that Eldritch lore, will, the Eldritch lore will get to your head. It'll infect it. That's... It's, I, I guess it's a really serious condition. I wish I knew more about it. So, there's, like, fan sites... Mm -hmm. These fan sites contain news updates into the world of the books, film, films, and film cast members through the use of forums, image galleries, or video galleries. So the film cast members, I guess, since they're listed with the books and films as ways of obtaining the media, I guess they're like tattooed with the entire story. Okay. They put I, I, they put makeup so. they put makeup over it for the movies, but like they, yeah. If you want it, you could read. You could read the entire series off of Rupert Grint's body if you really wanted to. I'm, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people would actually want to do that too, you know. So that's yeah, good that they d doubly, it. doubly so for Emma Watson, and <laughs> for triply so for Tri that other dude who already appeared naked so he could ride a horse. So yeah, now he can all see. He's already set for the writing of it. 
Yep. You know, he's, he's already gotten comfortable with that. They also host um, user-submitted creations, such as fan art or fan fiction, see below. Oh, we will. Oh, no. Oh, Some no. YouTube member pages devoted to fan videos, which are typically in the form of anime music videos or song oh, vids. Oh, gosh. <laughs> song vids. Oh. I'm gonna make a song vid, because I'm a scholar I've who's 9 to 12 that. years old. Yeah. <laughs> you got everything in there. And then they embrace the podcasts, supposedly. They should. They, they should. embrace them. If you would like to embrace our show, feel yeah. free to email us at X. the email address that doesn't work. Targetstereopodcasts at gmail.com. It doesn't work? No, it doesn't. We haven't gotten any emails. Greg oh, said that he emailed us, but we didn't get it. So, uh. Oh, well. Okay. That was a that was a while ago. I don't think yeah. We're just gonna give up on our email address. You can find us on Facebook though. Yeah. All right. So this is the best part. Ship debates. In the uh -oh. fandom, the word ship and its derivatives like shipping or shipper are commonly used as shorthand for the word relationship. Oh I, gosh. I'm just I'm just such a big Topher and Maria shipper. I mean. <laughs> I mean that one time when they did that podcast, it was just they totally were in a ship. I put it together. It, it. How did that? What do you refer it as? You say their names Shipping. and then say ship at the end. Um, kind of, or you like put like a slash in between their name. Oh, I don't know. or like the Harry Potter series generated ship debates with supporters of the prospective relationship between Harry Potter and his close female friend Hermione Granger at odds with supporters of Hermione and ending up instead with Ron Weasel, close friend of both. Uh oh, there was some love quotes from Rowling which seemed to contradict the possibility of Harry ending up with Hermione were usually <laughs> countered by claiming them to be deliberate obfuscations designed to lure astute observation off course, though such claims were far from undisputed, given that these allegedly vague quotes included such phrases as Harry and Hermione are very platonic friends, and were repeated on at least three different occasions. The references to Rowling's public quotes often led to the refrain from Harry and Hermione supporters that the Ron Hermione fandom relied more on Rowling's public comments than the written text. Yep. Okay, okay, so she purposely made it look like Hermie and Hermie. And then, yeah, and then uh, they talk about Harry. He ends up with Weasel's sister, a, another poor person. Guinea. Yeah. Okay. Guinea the goat. Guinea the goat. Um, <laughs> and then the resolution didn't come until Half-Blood Half Prince, featuring Prince, um, where they... There is a subplot where oh. there is some monster living in his chest that like rips its way out of his chest until he falls in love with Guinea the goat. That's right. Rowling okay. later commented that she had planned Guinea as Harry's ideal girl from the very beginning. So dispute that, losers. I wonder how she did that in the first one because in the first one you only see her once. You like well. Well, he saves her in the second one. Okay, second so I one, guess maybe saves, the very beginning started the second her from, Or maybe she really did think the... From, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Roland was the, thinking. Of the Chamber of Secrets, he saves her and... and Stabs that diary. After she killed several chickens because she's guilty of chicken murder <laughs> by way of the goat. And then he meets the phoenix. And then, and then all the tears begin to flow. <sighs> Poor girl. <sighs> Oh, okay. it's so sad. Go um, on. Yes, yes. 
<laughs> okay, so this... The effect of this turnout was dramatically amplified by an interview with J.K. Rowling conducted by fansite webmasters. MugleNet? Those, those people... Yeah, Mu yeah MugleNet. How do, do you know? Because I... It's my homepage. No. <laughs> and and the and the cauldron of leaks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, during the interview, Sparks commented that Harry Hermione's shippers were delusional, to which Rowling chuckled, though making it clear that she did not share the sentiment, and that the Harry Hermione fans were still valued members of her readership. Okay. I'm glad hey, she's hey. just got her readerships. Guys, guys, calm it down. Guys, what? calm it down. No, no, they don't love each other. They're platonic friends. Stop making these, these Stop accusations. Stop shipping them. <laughs> no, children, no. <laughs> I'm sure this she yeah. Yep, that's what she sounds like. Yeah. This incident resulted in an uproar among Harry Hermione shippers some of whom announced that they would return their copies of the sixth book and boycott future Harry Potter books wow. leveling criticism at Sparts and Nellie and Rowling herself. Wow. I'm not going to buy your book anymore. Because you, you didn't do support the relationship my I wanted. You didn't put them together. They what the heck? were together. It was a fact. You cannot write your own things into here even though you're the author. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you think you are? The author? Yeah, no. That, I can't believe someone would boycott. They, they must. I well, me well, that could happen because uh, I've been listening to uh, uh, the Tolkien professor. Mm -hmm. He talks a lot about J.R.R. Tolkien's philosophy on books and he and, and stories and stuff. And so, and he thinks that uh, basically, when you're writing a story, you're not making anything up. You're just revealing something that's already there. So maybe she just did a poor job of revealing it. Maybe, or maybe the other people think she's doing a poorer job than what she's really doing. You know, you dig? That's impossible. Wait, how so? Uh, Rowling's attitude towards the shipping phenomenon has varied between amused and bewildered to frustrated, as she revealed in that interview. That's a lot she of emotions for one interview. She explained... Well, you see, I'm a relative newcomer to the world of shipping because for a long time I didn't go on the Ned and Look of Harry Potter. A long time. Occasionally I had to because there were weird news stories or something that I would have to go and check because I was supposed to have said something I hadn't said. I had never gone and looked at fan sites and then one day I did and oh my god. I was Five hours later or something, I get up from the computer shaking slightly. <laughs> I'll laugh. What is going on? And it was during that first mammoth session that I met the shippers, and it was the most extraordinary thing. I had no idea there was this huge underworld seething beneath me. OMG! Um, You're really good at her accent, by the way. Like, it's really accurate. Uh, especially how it changes. I just, exactly. They're just like, just like her. Okay. Rowling has continued to make references less humorous and more to the severity of the shipper conflicts. Come on, guys! Come on! It's not funny anymore. Stop it. I it's tell not you funny. It. In one instance, she has joked about trying to think of ways of proving to Emerson when inviting him for the aforementioned interview that it was really her and not some angry Harry Hermione shipper trying to lure him down a dark alleyway. In another, she has described her impression of the Harry Potter fandom shipping debates as cyber gang warfare. She is not happy with these Harry 
Maria, yeah? these are roving cyber gangs. Oh. They are roving through our internet streets. They are they are abducting our internet children. They are going through gang ceremonies. On they, the internet. They are they're kidnapping white women and they're just putting them down and just Mowing being them all. being awful. Living in Detroit. Oh my gosh. They're walking all over up Detroit. walking up and down the alleyways. They are cyber gangs. And and they just completely they they traumatize all the little websites. Worse worse than the Crips, worse than the Bloods. It's the cyber gangs. Harry slash Hermione. <laughs> do you think do you think they put like they like spray paint HH on like web pages? Yeah. Yeah, like a like a JavaScript graffiti thing. Yeah. Oh man. Cyber gangs. Beware guys, this is us telling you. They're gonna hack your stuff. So just just be careful guys. If you see HH there, please report to the cyber police. We're not kidding. Well, see there's a ton of other gangs too, because you know they got like all the ethnic gangs, mm -hmm. they got like they got the ones with more money, they got the more organized ones. They got the yeah, yeah, yeah. Many other couples couples remain popular among fanfiction writers, including Hermione Fleur, Hermione McGonagall, Remus Sirius. Oh wait, wait, together. Harry, yes. Oh, oh, ew, okay, okay. Remus and Sirius are the two dog people. Oh, that's right. Um, All right. Harry Draco. Oh my god. Um, Harry and the person he hates. Harry, Ron, Harry and the Weasel, Draco, Hermione. What the heck? Harry Snape. Lily James, Lily Snape, Dumbledore uh -huh. McGonagall. Stop ringing your phone. Yeah. And it's very unprofessional. That's okay. The ser seriously though, what is there, there Draco Guinea, oh. Neville Luna. Oh my Well, that's not too bad. Oliver Katie. That's okay. Nobody even knows who Oliver and Katie are. I know Oliver and Katie. Aren't they like oh they're Quidditch? Yeah, people. Oliver Wood and Katie Bell. Jeez. Harry Luna, Ron Luna, Hermione Snape, Rose Scorpius, and occasionally ships as far-fetched as Voldemort Cho, Harry Giant Squid, what? Dumbledore Dobby, oh Voldemort Harry, that one's not far-fetched, and Ron Pansy. Okay, well no, Ron and Pansy And then Wikipedia bad. gives like a citation needed. There is no citation needed. I read one where the Giant Squid is shipped with the Hogwarts castle. The, like what goes on through these? And this is all fan fiction and fan stuff. Yes. Like what is? They're fan. They're they're big fans of these things that are happening. I think it's their own twisted, perverted fantasies. Honestly, like that's not. Shh. Stop. Oh, I'm. Being oh, I'm sorry. So. Was I being a cyber bully? You're so close-minded. I'm sorry. I I. Stop I cyber bullying these people. You what? Stop cyberbullying. I'm sorry. I, I mean, maybe I just need more help in understanding how Squid and Harry make a perfect... On game. a less intense scale, other relationships have been doted upon in the fandom from suggestive hints or explicit statements throughout canon, such as those between Draco Malfoy and Pansy Parkinson, Harry Potter's parents, James Potter and Lily Evans. Well, they are together. The, the dog friend and the pig sister. Uh -huh. Rubius Hagrid. Uh... And the and Olymp, Olymp, Maxine, yeah. or Percy Weasley and Penelope Clearwater. Oh. A potential relationship between Neville Longbottom and Luna Lovegood was originally dispelled by Rowling, though she later retracted this and said she noticed a slight attraction between them in Deathly Hallows. Mm. <laughs> Neville found Bumbletron and Luna, and they saw each other, and then she said something 
about a fictional animal, and then they did a dance, and then it was very touching. They they must have really had a, an attraction right there. I'm, I'm all going. Up in there. I'm going to. I'm going to theorize that they are. They are involved. <laughs> Some couples besides Harry and Guinea and Ron and Hermione have been explicitly stated in this series. Bill Weasel and Fleur Delacre mm -hmm. are married in Deathly Hallows after dating throughout Half-Blood Prince. Mm -hmm. In Half-Blood Prince, Nymph Tonks keeps her feelings for the dog to herself, but remains depressed when he refuses her advances. He feels that his being a dog would not create a safe relationship. But, but, it works, doesn't it? Tank Top professes her love for him at the end of the book, and she and Lupin have been married by the beginning of Deathly Hallows and have a son, Teddy Bear, later <laughs> in the book. That's beautiful! Other couples, such as Harry and Draco or Lupin and Sirius Black, are favorites among fans who read fanfiction about them. There's also an unusually large number of Severus Snape and Hermione Granger fans. No. With several large websites, such as Ashwinder, devoted only to this pairing. That's oh. These shippers point out the shared love of books, innate intelligence and courage as reasons for the matchmaking sense, along with Hermione's maturity. <laughs> There's also a debate about Lily and Severus versus James. I see Lily and Severus considering they did have a so, class, but like... Um, <sighs> that... So... Snape, um, think of your your least favorite teacher. So think of uh, like a, a person who like hates mm -hmm. you, gives you the worst homework, like greasy, like just a terrible person. Yeah, like they they find this person to be like the most romantic man in the world. To be with the snobby, manipulative. I mean, to be with anybody. Yeah, yeah. He's just so hot. He really, he really... So now, I, I, I found a, uh, I found a, um, I found a video. Okay. And this is with that um, hot, disgusting guy? Yes, this is between Harry and, and, and Snape. Oh, beautiful. Okay, I can understand and, that. Yes, so, um, so it has the song that is currently playing in the background. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Fan-made video, not-for-profit. No infringement. There's a reason intended. why it's not for profit. I'm sure. This, this is this is the this is the description. Okay. Uh, she she wrote a fan fiction of her own. This is set post Deathly Hallows and is purely based on what I think will happen involving Snape. So she 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 knows this is what's going to happen. So spoilers for all books and movies. She's giving you spoilers. She she knows what's going to okay. happen. Okay. Of course she does. Okay. Also, this is slash between Harry and Snape. So if that's not your cup of tea, don't watch it. Oh yeah, um, let me find the, uh, where's the thing about Slash? They wrote some, they wrote a, they wrote a description of Slash that's... Like, I, um, I'm unfamiliar with Slash. Slash is where... Where'd it go? It went somewhere. Oh, I'm sorry. Basically, it's where you see... A very gay relationship oh, that does not okay. that as oh here it is parallel to this development the term slash was also being used in some fandoms to denote fan fiction or other fan works oh never mind I'm not gonna continue to describe that okay, hang on okay the term slash it's okay okay shipping is not limited to heterosexual or het relationships in the fan fiction community homosexual pairings 
also are also popular. I was going to say the majority slash of, and yeah. fen slash are by their borrowed Japanese terms yaoi <laughs> for for dudes and yuri for chicks, not dudes. Um, <laughs> if you do that, you're a slasher. Okay, well they've got a lot of slashers out there. Um, shipping often defies social standards and taboos, perhaps because of internet anonymity. Some online groups support ships which constitute incest or bestiality, such as the canon one involving the dog. Uh, characters of any age, even adults and children, may be paired together in romantic fanfiction. Isn't that wonderful? That really, that makes my You know, you should, flutter. you should really, you should search for... No, no, actually, no. Why, what am no. I saying? You should not no, search for you, any of this. No, I was going to say, whoa, Toma. I mean, if you, well, if you really... If this really turns never mind. you on, then I you can't, are, but no, I can't recommend that anybody... I was gonna, we no. don't, know. <laughs> don't even be curious, we're telling you now. No, don't, never... <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> he, he, what he means to say is, no, don't do it. The trio have returned to Hogwarts for their final year. The second war is over and Harry has defeated Voldemort, but not before Snape was killed by the Dark Lord. Harry is grieving the loss of Snape, whom he only learned shortly before Snape's death was working for the side of good all along, and thus only killed Dumbledore because the headmaster told him to. Harry feels guilty for having treated Snape so coldly, especially the last time they were together. Snape tried to be civil with Harry, but Harry still didn't trust Snape, so he turned his back on him. Shortly after, Snape was killed protecting Harry, Ron, and Hermione from Voldemort, thus proving once and for all that Snape was not loyal to Voldemort. Now Harry is haunted by his memories of Snape. Oh, Snape. He regrets the way he treated him all those years, even when Snape was trying to save him. He remembers how he wouldn't take his occupancy lessons seriously, and how he blamed Snape when things went wrong. He realizes how often Snape tried to help him, even when Snape was fleeing from Hogwarts near the end of HBP. Harry desperately wishes he could apologize to Snape. Harry can't walk through Hogwarts without remembering the potions master. He reads... He reads about Snape's death in an old copy of the Daily Prophet, looks at photos of Snape, and uses the pensive to relieve his memories. I guess he means relive. Then one, then one night it comes to him, use Hermione's time turner to go back and tell Snape how he feels, maybe even save his life. But as he's watching, Lucius Malfoy sneaks up on him and blasts him with a spell, and Voldemort successfully kills Snape. Harry finds himself in a brightly lit castle, much like Hogwarts. He sees a very concerned-looking Snape there, and quickly begins apologizing, but realizes how empty the words sound. His surprise, Snape approaches him and lays a comforting hand on his cheek. As Harry finds himself being pulled out of the castle by unseen forces, he and Snape share his kiss. Harry wakes up, alive, back in Hogwarts, and without Snape. The ending is up to interpretation. Did Harry temporarily die and reunite with Snape in the afterlife, or was it all a dream? It seems kind of obvious to me, but just in case, sepia tones equals memories slash daydreams. Also, I got the birth date wrong on Snape's grave. Please ignore this. Oh my god, so that was the description. I can't ignore that detail. It was perfect up until then. Up until the what? Difference? She completely ruined my verisimilitude. Um, completely ruined. I can't, I can't take this. I was getting really into it until, yeah, until she messed it up. I just can't. Sorry. I don't know what it was. No, I mean, actually, now I'm doing it. It's not. I 
because maybe, maybe, you know what? This is why all these people do fan fiction. Because you're reading it and you're like, oh my gosh, I see it. I see the twisted um, reasoning. And then you pull back and you're like, what am I saying? You see it? Maybe that's just me. Maybe. Okay. I guess you I guess saw I it. I did. Oh gosh. We see a lot of things. We saw Mughal Quidditch. Oh, that's right. Like, oh my gosh. It's when it's when Mughals like us they attempt to play the the pottery game. That, the, that's ridiculous. Okay. I mean, like. Oh. And there's a lot of there's a lot of cleaning products involved. A lot of brooms. That's yeah. Okay. So they. Oh well. I mean. Yeah, the the mucus. Oh. A lot of running around with things between That's what, your yeah, legs. They have a broom, right? And they and they just they waddle around with this this broom, which um, like that can't be comfortable. And and penguins. Then they've got like they they said like the their version is like a combination of dodgeball, soccer, and basketball. Those are all elements of the sport. And I don't. I I guess I could. I. They, oh. and they, okay, so, like, if you see the, what's the game called in Harry, in the Harry Potter one? It's, like, Quidditch or Quidditch or something like that? No, they call it the same thing, they just, uh, they just append it with Mughal in front of okay. it. Okay, okay, okay. Well, so they have that for the Mughal, and they even have, like, the announcer, and they try to make him all, like, charismatic, like, in the book, and, and make it, and he's, like... I wasn't under the impression that they tried. Oh uh, well, at all. I think I think they tried so hard because he's like, "Do you believe oh, no, in magic, the, the people? Do you believe in Do you magic?" Believe in magic? And then he like really berates the. You see, you see that that woman because she, that college student girl, she fell in the yeah. mud. I guess the wind currents are getting a little. You know small. that happens when you're running on brooms. Do you think? Do you think the snitch, the golden snitch? Uh, yeah. What? What? Do you think it'll make it appearance? I think it better, or else people are going to start walking away, because it was not... Oh, <laughs> you okay there? You, you... They found it. They found the snitch. <laughs> They're going after it. They're going after the man who was spray-painted gold. They got him. They got him. Yes. They got it. 450 points oh. for Gryffindor. <sighs> Bumatron will be so happy. <laughs> oh, that was a wonder, and he's like, that was a wonderful pass from, um, Mary Lou, or... What a wonderful pass. Bartholomew, or something like that. What a wonderful pass. What a wonderful And then he, like, at the same time, he goes, that was an awful, that was a gosh darn awful pass you made, Millbury, because the teams were, like, Amherst and Millbury or something. And... Yeah, UMass Amherst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't they, go there. I don't know. People should not be um, doing that. Hey, did you know my microphone? It smells like laundry detergent from okay, your house. Okay, that's my favorite smell. Like, no lie. Well, like, uh, every time I hang up clothes, I gotta Cause, smell it. Because your mom thought that we got, like, ticks all over us, so she, like, made me, made me wash. Yeah, she made us take a shit because we were outside. She just sit and then we come back, and she was all like, you guys, you guys gonna have ticks. You, you must be you must be covered in ticks. I'm pretty and sure I have like thirty ticks out there. So no, really. Like that would, I am sorry. But is it a good smell for like a Yeah. I think we're gonna have to uh, oh, say goodbye. Okay. I guess is there a way we say goodbye? I feel good. Come try!
Olha. Beep!